Previously on Valerie's Variety Podcast, part one of the E.C. Varga interview. Take a listen. Look at Valerie's Variety Pod. Enjoy part one of three today. E.C. Varga, The God's Chair. So when I talked to you and I said, do you drink wine or not? Uh, yes, and you yeah. said whiskey? I do, yeah. So this is what I did today. I see this. So oh I went gosh. out and I picked oh, up got a variety. So I talked to them uh, for um, probably two or three hours. And they said, okay, well, let's see what we can throw together. And you, you let us know whether or not you like it. And they, they didn't know the story then, and I wasn't even completed the story at that mm-hmm. point. And so they asked me a little bit about it, um, a little bit about my background, um, and, and obviously my husband's background, because he had a lot to do with this. And, and, and they sent me this back. It was the very first try. Ideas. Yeah. And... Um, and I just was about turning 16 is tough to navigate for any teenager for Mike it'll be tough and then some his father is getting more forgetful Hannah the object of Mike's affection disappears without a trace and his dark and extremely odd uncle has shown up to give him some bizarre news the gist is that Mike has one year left to live freely that is when he turns 17, he will become a hot commodity on the Transylvania black magic market. In this year of freedom, Mike will have to move to a nationwide because I just wrote what I was comfortable with. But um, well, probably Erno must have some influence. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I Erno, like. the manly man. <laughs> He's um, so manly. He really is. Um, he, yes, he did. He did have some influence on that. Absolutely. Uh, Sensei Erno has this secret love of all things Harry Potter. <laughs> so oh, in brother. his mind, always, you know, it went to a, a male character, hmm. and I just it didn't go. Um, so. I suppose if I had to pick a favorite book, one that had a left a lasting impression, mm-hmm. let's put it that way. Um, I love the story. I can't honestly remember how well this author wrote, but she must have done a good enough job because her book was turned into a movie. Um, mm. Was Lady. Today's show is part two of the God's Chair book review with Constance Varga. We investigate the protagonist Mike and where the scene of this book is set. The God's Chair and the purpose of this. Each book to come after will have a major rock formation as the soul of the surroundings for the mystical, magical chronicles.
Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast. This show is about reviews, interviews, and my daily views. It's a story podcast about my life in Calgary, whatever, whenever. This show drops every Tuesday. E.C. Varga brings light to dragons and folklore in her books. We talk about a rock formation where the setting of this book takes place called The God's Chair. We also talk about a rock formation that's special to me from where I'm from to compare. This part is dedicated to readings from the book and more banter, getting to know this author, her description of her characters and references she uses will be part of the show today. Constance believes we should have a persona that we share outwardly and one we keep to ourselves. With this day and age of social media, she might be on to something with this thought. Keeping our home spirit at home and with the people we are closest with is important. She talks about writing in vernacular, which is a literary genre that uses daily used language in writing and speaking versus the written works formal variety of language. It's a common language spoken by average citizens using many accents and dialects from the place of origin. By the end of part two, we've tried a few whiskeys, laughed a lot, and have tried to get through some more readings. Sorry in advance for cutting Constance off, but I had so many questions and clarifications I needed from her. The destination. The destination. The then? destination for for Mike yeah. and, and his his family. Um, Mike the protagonist. Mike Mike the protagonist. Yes, thank you. Um, and then and then okay, so every book thereafter. Okay, so like I said, we were sort of told like, why do you want to have God in your title? Well, you know what? When we kind of finally came down to it, we thought, nope, there was a reason why we did. You this. owned it. We did because every book hereafter will be named after. Um, a major rock formation in the Carpathian uh, Mountains, right? I love because that. everything takes place right in Transylvania. So I don't know if anybody knows this about Transylvania or not. I'm sure all the Transylvanians out there do. That um, th- that there is an awful lot of folklore um, behind a lot of the natural occurring rock formations, formations. or mountains and and whatnot, and. and lot of them have to do with dragons <laughs> so it's just it just worked out perfect it was it was serendipitous that's all I can say so when so, I was a kid mm-hmm. I grew up in the Jasper area of oh, Alberta lovely and where my father's family lived is was called Foldy Mountain mm. and now it's called the Eagles at Foldy Mountain or something it's been sold a few times since my oh. grandparents passed on okay um but there was a there's a mountain there and it's called Pocahontas oh and so when you look up you see the chin of Pocahontas looking at the sky yeah and so I I mean 
Rock formations are amazing. Like they've been there they are. thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Absolutely. And to have all the history of every single generation speaking of it in the same name, mm. to me, yeah. is amazing. It's the ultimate storytelling, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. so you can tell the story about the Pocahontas and you can see his chin and we tell the kids and he's looking up and his nose and everything. You can see his forehead and his nose and his chin and everything looking up at the sky. Wow. Are not Pocahontas from Disney. Like this yeah. is Pocahontas, Pocahontas as a man. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was gonna say, wasn't Pocahontas a lady? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they refer to it as a man. I'm sure of that. Maybe I'm mistaken now that I've been questioned that. <laughs> always, as a child, he always looked for this giant chin wow. of this person looking up at the sky. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. So I think that's fantastic, and I don't Thank you. think you should. I mean, you go with your gut, but I don't think you should automatically say it's not religious. Yeah, you're probably right. Because maybe you're, to me, I was like, oh, maybe she's not sure of the name, or maybe mm -hmm. maybe a little defensive. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I was like, wow, like, no, like. Well, I do teach karate. You, offensive. <laughs> Would have been offensive. Yeah. yeah, right. You were right about that. Yeah. Um, uh, no, well, yeah. People did a little bit more investigating here, you know, even in our Rocky Mountains. They would be blown away by the history behind the rocks. All of them. Yeah. It's, oh. It's, it's lovely. <clears throat> yeah, and just yeah. to have, just to know the ranges and what they're called and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. Absolutely. So, so there do you, go. you have another passage? That I, I go ahead. To read. Yeah, I have a couple here. Okay, well, you let, do I'm going to let you, you guide me because I. All right, so I'll set the premise for it. it. Um, so, and Mike is walking home with the object of his affection, Hannah. Okay? And um, Mike has moved around an awful lot in his life, and he hasn't been able to connect with many friends, and, and he hasn't been able to make lasting friendships with people, let's put it that way. And Hannah comes along, and in his short time, having lived in Calgary at this point, like I think six months, um, he made a really great connection with a girl named Hannah. So they're friends at this point, okay? But he's like, she, sorry, rather, is the friend he can talk to. He just, he doesn't know why, but he can open up to her. Hmm. So this is Hannah. You've had another dream, haven't you? She asked apprehensively. It's, it's your birthday today, right? She said, pausing for a moment, then blurting out. And you look like you received the weight of the world as a birthday gift. Her cheeks flushed pink as she said it. Mike looked at her standing there, her hands in his, biting her lip and swaying on her tippy toes, playfully avoiding his gaze. She knows me so well, he thought. Mike lost the ability to speak momentarily. He had no idea how much time had passed since she had asked her question, until she waved her hand in front of his face to gain his attention. Hello, she exclaimed, blushing a little. The only other person whom Mike had confided in about his dreams was his father. But Mike was sure he forgot the dreams from year to year, despite the deeply concerned looks he gave Mike any time his son mentioned them. Eventually, Mike had just stopped telling him. To this very moment, he didn't know why he had told Hannah. There was no reasonable explanation. He thought she was simply amazing and had qualities about her that he just couldn't put into words. But he was still amazed that the words had even come out of his mouth that day he told her his dreams. Something had told him that she was the only one who could understand them. 
Still holding her hands in his, he looked into those dark green eyes and spoke quietly. Yeah, it was exactly the same one as last year. Hmm. So significant things happened to Mike on his birthdays. <laughs> okay, and do we, does he go through a few birthdays in book one? No. Okay. <clears throat> He'll only go through the, the one. The one? Yes, and book one sets you up to the event of his 17th birthday. And the 17th birthday for Mike is a pivotal one. Okay, well, speaking of 17, mm -hmm. which is my favorite number. Excellent. Which I, I did it. not know this was on chapter 17. Oh, even better. <laughs> Page 142. Thank That's you. so crazy. I should know these all off by heart. Um, and I just want to say, while you're looking in your mm -hmm. book. Yeah. So 17 is beautiful. It's called The Ancestor's Prophecy. Thank you. And the webbing on the bottom just gives it so much more grounding texture. Thank you. So read this page to the word whispering. Um, leading up to this, and I'm sure that'll become obvious in a moment, uh, Mike is stuck in a tunnel. Um, that is leading him to his tower, the Weaver Tower, in mm. the city of Shegeshvar. Okay? Um, and this tunnel is not working out well for him. <laughs> All right. Help, help, somebody, please, anybody, anything, help. Mike had kept his head elevated as long as he could to stop the dirt from filling his mouth, nose, and eyes. But now it was too late. This was it. The dirt was at the corners of his mouth. He shut his mouth to keep the dirt from filling it up. He could still breathe through his nose, but he was sure that he didn't have more, t more than a minute. A minute, he thought. Only one minute. What can I do in one minute? Nothing. That's what he could do in one minute, which was now more likely 30 seconds. Absolutely nothing. Not even his life was flashing before his eyes, like he'd heard others say as they faced peril. I can't even have that. I get to just lie here helplessly and wait for death to come? He was numb. He couldn't even cry anymore as the dirt was less than an inch from filling his nose and eyes. Though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, more like... I crawl through the tunnel of death, he thought sarcastically. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Mike suddenly stopped thinking as a cool breeze passed over his face, and with it he was sure he heard someone whisper. Leave him be. He bears the mark. Leave him be. <laughs> so I can picture Mike, he's like buried in some pile of dirt somewhere. Mm -hmm. And he's like, somebody help me. And nobody hears him at the time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So nobody does hear him. <laughs> nobody hears him. Yeah. <laughs> so if you scream in the woods, nobody hears you. That's right. Unless someone's there, right? That's right. And will you still die? <laughs> yeah. If you scream and nobody hears you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're still going to yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're out of there. Yeah. I like these sections you've picked. These are great. Are they good? Are they yeah, okay? Because yeah, I was kind of skimming through and I was looking for some catchy words. Some meaty tidbits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you've picked out one before or after, but... You have one that you want to read? Well, I have, I have several. 
by chance, what was the next one that you had in mind? Just the next one I had says this. It seemed an eternity when, finally, breathless, they drew apart, and yet Mike felt instantly cheated of time when the kiss ended. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I know. I kind of know what it is in the book. This is really terrible. <laughs> um, I'm on one, page 178. Page. Yeah, oh, sorry. I went past it. <clears throat> I love right. this. Well, thank you. <laughs> yes, this is the... Yes, this is the... Him and Hannah. Heart. Yes, absolutely. So, 178. Um, where would you like me to begin? Well, I was starting on the second paragraph, and when I yeah, read down, yeah. I was like, oh, don't let go. All right, so I think I'll just read to the I end would of read that exactly. paragraph, if that's okay. Well, or yeah, to or the end of the chapter. It seemed an eternity when, finally, breathless, they drew apart, and yet Mike felt instantly cheated of time when the kiss ended. There was a moment of awkward silence, both feeling bashful and yet unable to part from one another. Finally, Mike spoke. I've wanted to do that since the first time I saw you. He was having difficulty meeting her eyes. Doubt began to surface again, and a knot was beginning to form in his stomach. So did I. Hannah spoke softly. The knot left as quickly as it had come, and Mike was filled with pure elation. I want very much to do that again. May I? He felt foolish, but didn't want to assume anything. He wanted everything to remain feeling as perfect as it did at this moment. Yes, Hannah blushed tremendously, but all Mike could think was that it made her that much more beautiful. Without hesitation, he bent his head to hers as she pulled herself to her full height to meet his lips. Again, Mike lost all sense of time. Mike, we need to go. It was as if someone had run nails down the chalkboard of Mike's paradise. <laughs> Elizabeth was back. Elizabeth came around the corner and stopped short when she saw them together. Then quickly stepped, they quickly stepped apart, looking surprised and a bit guilty. Hannah whispered, oh, I forgot she was still here. Mike could not tear his gaze from Hannah's face, but there stood Elizabeth, having seen them kissing, and he knew the spell was broken. Looking down at Hannah, he heard Elizabeth complain. Time to go. My father will, will know you left the tower. Let's go. Hannah whispered. When can I see you again, Mike? Ignoring Elizabeth, Mike replied with alacrity. As soon as possible. Hannah giggled, causing Mike to blush yet again. How can we stay in, how can we stay in touch, Mike asked. I'd say call me, but using our cell phones wouldn't be a great idea. If my dad found out... Who knows what he would do? Hannah said sheepishly. She was silent for a moment, concentrating. I'll send a message to Elizabeth. She looked over at Elizabeth, who, to Mike's surprise, was blushing slightly, but nodded her head in agreement and smiled. Then Elizabeth added, Oh man, we are so dead. And she gave Mike a hurried along look. Mike thought, I don't care if they put me under house arrest until my 17th birthday. I don't even care about that trip back through the tunnel. All I care about is Hannah. He realized later that he had forgotten to tell Elizabeth about the prophecy he'd heard, but was so happy to find out that she hadn't said anything to her father and uncle about that wild day. Mike floated off to bed that night, saying goodnight with a smile, 
which his family assumed was due to his having a good outing that day. And in a way, it was. Lovely. Thank you. Okay, so can you describe how you perceive Mike and Hannah and Elizabeth looking? <laughs> um, I can. Like you have so, a vision of them, which you, I know most authors, they would just say, you know, how do you think right. such and such looks? Can you so, kind of give us I, something? I can, yes. Because Hannah's short. Mike's mm -hmm. super tall. tall. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That much we've established. That much yeah. we know, yes. That, and that's, I'm like, hmm. that's like a, I don't know, any romance reader's sort of love, right? The, yeah. The big tall, tall man. Totally handsome. Know, strong. Tall. Yeah. yeah, right. Broad <laughs> shoulders. You're so. right. Okay, um, settle down. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the petite little girl, you know, <laughs> who needs to be protected. Yeah, yeah. Classes. But she's still feisty and strong. <laughs> um, so... So what can I say? Um, okay, Mike is easy because he's based on someone I know personally. What? Um, yes, he is. I mean, his his physical his physical attributes are based on somebody I know. Mm -hmm. um, his character, it's a combination of things, mm. but but his physical attributes are based on somebody I know very well. And so yeah, he is your typical tall. Um, Dark, strong, no blonde. Oh, blonde, blonde, or fair in coloring. Anyways. Fair, fair, yes. Blonde. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I think somewhere in the book I said blonde. Mm -hmm. uh, blonde. He happens to have you know beautiful crystal blue eyes, <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, yeah, of course they do. <laughs> right. Um, Why I mean, not make it easy? Help that everyone in my family, in in my like. Sensei Erno's and mine and children are, are uh, blonde haired. Actually, my children's eyes are green, but nonetheless. They're all fair skinned yeah. and colorful eyes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Except for my daughter. She's She's got like, that girl's so dark skinned, it's, it's unreal. But mm. still blonde hair and, and, and bright green eyes kind of thing. Mm. Um, but, uh, and, and yes, very powerfully built um that's just the love of mine you know character who can be strong and, you know, can i just everything right? our man <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> give me a pen that's right <laughs> exactly and besides I'm nowadays always yes. just seem to grow like, like what is with the size of people today i know i know like i just... went to this stupid stampede thing <laughs> i'm like i said to my girlfriend i'm like we are way too old for this we're in this like pit of people oh my and good like, for you Oh yeah, I was so brave. You were yeah. really proud of me. <laughs> was it a mosh pit? It wasn't a mosh pit, but we went and saw Lee Bryce. Oh, okay. So a good country singer, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so we kind of got up close and early because we didn't want to miss our spot. But the people there were so big. Yeah. Like they are. <laughs> like not just like like endowed big, but That's like right. the men were so tall. That's because they're and all country like, boys. Yeah. Such big feet and like yeah. big, like I'm just like, I why know. are you guys so big? Like, look how small I am. I'm so I small. Exactly. It was weird. Well, let's hope they were all chivalrous, tall, strong, 
They weren't no. all, but some of them were like, for years you're back on. <laughs> Not arm, completely but, yeah. inebriated. <laughs> yeah, right. There was some of that. But yeah. you're just like, how, like, why are you so big? <laughs> you guys drink way too much cow's milk when you're growing up, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You guys exactly. are all milk We're all babies. farm boys. Yeah, yeah right. Like, Every single one of them. It's like shocking. It is. But it, it truly is. So um, Mike is strapping. He's, he's not yeah. like overly crazy, but he's fair skinned no. and yeah, the perfect crystal he's, blue eyes. Yes, right, he's just right. been blessed with a a good physique. Let's yes. put it that way, and broad shoulders. Those mm. are important because girls need to cry on those. Um, that's yeah, we need a I good think. meaty, yeah. exactly meaty shoulder there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Hannah is actually um, not based on a girl I know. Okay. Um, I thought you were going down there. No, no, no. She's <laughs> she's based on an actress, of all things. Uh, well, yeah, yes and no. She's based on a character who, yes, they've made a movie about mm. um, this particular story, and um, and actually her name too. Mm. Uh, and it just it just it's a name I love, and it's a, it's a it's a movie I absolutely loved. Um, the, the girl in this particular movie is actually a lethal weapon all on her own. Mm. Um, but but her demeanor is a little more timid, I guess. Um, and so I, I didn't want to paint the picture of this completely meek, timid girl. That's not what I was after at all. Right, right. Um, I mean, Hannah has a good personality, but she's sweet for sure. Mm. And, um, and and she too is, is fair in coloring. Um, and I'm pretty Smaller. sure I said her eyes were green. <laughs> I don't know yeah. about the eyes. I yeah. just like yeah. I just picture her small, yeah. look like a small blondish bob cut, flowing. And, oh, oh long okay. Flowing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not like down to her, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butt kind of thing, right? But um, but longer hair, flowing. Absolutely got the flowing part, right? Mm-hmm. And and she's she's sweet. So even mm-hmm. physically, her features show sweetness, kindness humility that's what I was going for for her and it's funny because like I said the character that she's sort of based on um has that particular look about her but she's is it Meg Ryan no no. you don't have to tell us uh no that's okay um just no just just don't have to tell us the money the the movie Hannah oh (laughs) Hannah oh okay absolutely so yeah if anybody knows that particular movie no she's a complete lethal weapon she's been designed to kill but But Yikes. I, I like that's I like Connie's other her, life. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Legal <laughs> weapon. It says it on my Instagram page. Um, but I've yes, seen you yeah. in the dojo. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a lethal weapon. You that's, are. I'm glad you saw that. <laughs> yeah. I would not mess with you. There's days I wonder. Yeah, um, but I do. I do like that particular idea. The a person having one sort of look that they put out to society, mm-hmm. but then there's a completely different part of you yeah, inside yeah. that you kind of try to keep contained but when it's unleashed you know so uh, we're sort of the same age so when mm. I was growing up little like Valerie's London much younger and she looks way better yeah <laughs> stop <laughs> um there was a cartoon out called Synergy I grew up German, so like grim fairy tales. And oh, horrible stories that. to teach you lessons. So this yeah. this cartoon I loved. All right. And so by night she was a rock star. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and by day she was, I think, a nurse or something like that. So okay. she had like these two personality personalities. Yeah. And she would like rubber earrings, and she had like these giant hoop earrings, and she would rubber earrings up. 
and make the synergy. Oh, thing that is happen. so cool! I love it. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to check out like this cartoon. Good by day, you know, dark by night. Kind exactly. Of like star. Right. So I was thinking about that with the whole <laughs> Hannah demeanor-ish. Yes, I mean, there's definitely. Well, there's a side to. Yeah, there's a side to all of them that that can be definitely much darker, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of is alluded to more as the story progresses in book two, three, and, and four. Okay. So yes, absolutely. So you weren't far off with that. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. um, so where can we find your books? All right. You can find them in any chapters Indigo Coles. Indigo Spirit location, okay. and I just say that because many people don't know that Indigo and Chapters are the same company. Um, uh, across Calgary and and Edmonton, uh, but it's it's across Canada on Indigo.ca. You can order it. Okay, online. so order online. Yep, it's also available through Amazon uh, as print on demand. Okay, or um, Kindle. Uh, so there's ebook. Oh, print on yeah. demand. Oh, print okay. on demand. Oh, yeah, which amazing. is great. Just just so that people know, though, here's the disclaimer: if you order from print on demand, you won't get this lovely silk feel to your cover with all the. You guys sort will of depth. be missing out. Right. It's it's just a plain glossy cover. That's 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 print on demand for any any book you order. You, you don't have a choice. Oh, okay. I didn't even know in that. What you order? No. So okay. so these are 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 custom printed, right? Yeah. Um, but these ones are the ones that are available. Yeah, these are the ones the you see everywhere, which look amazing. Exactly. It, it's also available in all the independent bookstores in Calgary, um, the library, almost all libraries across Alberta. Kobo. Um, Kindle. So Kobo, Kindle, uh, Barnes & Noble, Apple, Google, any... Yeah, any, any electronic, electronic format. format. Okay. Exactly. Okay, exactly. okay, great. So, so really readily available. Yeah, Super absolutely. Easy. And soon to be able to order through my website, which is fairly bare bones, but it's up and it exists. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. And I definitely saw it on Amazon, which looks fantastic on you. <laughs> Are you Do you have plans for an audio format? Uh, you know, I hadn't considered it originally until I started doing readings. Hmm. And um, I will just again put this disclaimer in because you may all be listening now thinking yeah no don't do your own book but at the time when I did the readings um, I don't think I anybody's had, saying that no <laughs> I hope not I don't think um, anybody's saying that <laughs> it, it's a little I, I had a lot of people approach me after the readings every single time I did mm-hmm. one and they asked if there was an uh, audiobook available and at the time there wasn't there isn't yet but mm-hmm. it's in the works hmm. um, and and I had said, no, you know, it's not available. And they said, well, you got to do it. Like, you have to me, do it. me personally, right? And I just thought, yeah, there's no way I could do that. Um, so just so everybody knows, uh, I've written in the vernacular, right? So um, there's a little, there's obviously a lot of Hungarian accent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, or Hungarian Transylvanian accent. There's a lot of, um, there's German, there's uh, some Scots in there. Uh, so there's, there's, there's quite a few different, accents Di- that are going dialects, dialects and, thank you yeah dialects and accents and right so um writing in vernacular is very difficult um uh, and but because i did it um i probably you know for lack of a better word screwed myself a little bit because that means that whoever does the audio has to be good with all of these accents so having said that not a hundred even though I'm German I can pull that one off I can probably do a relatively decent Hungarian because I grew up with Hungarians all my life um, and I live with one <laughs> and uh, the Scots 
yeah, I'm sure I'll slaughter it, but I probably could try. <laughs> so I just haven't decided uh, whether I'll hire somebody or if I'll do it myself. Um, but yes, I would very much like to have it in audio. Mm -hmm. So that is something that is being worked on at the moment. I think that is um, a good direction to probably go into because yeah. it's, we spend so much time in our vehicles. Yep. So yeah. to be able to listen to something in audio. Oh yeah. I'm a huge audio fan. Yeah. <laughs> huge. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. I love it. And so it, it does it, make a difference when The potential when somebody... is there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. What else? So what about your social media handles? So your EC kind of, EC Varga? EC Varga. And that's the same for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So, so what is yeah. the E stand for in EC Varga? The E stands for Erno or Ernu, there you go, that's the more proper way to say it, um, which is my husband, mm -hmm. okay? And when I finished this book, I was a really big chicken, and I I didn't even want to publish it, but... You're getting cold feet. Uh, yeah, I was getting, oh, mm -hmm. big time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, yeah. and I can understand that feeling, because right. now you're putting yourself totally out there. Yes. So where do you go? Yeah. You can't hide now. No. You gotta, like, own Exactly. Exactly. So there was a part of, like of me that leaned thought, on your husband. <laughs> well, what I'm I just what I wanted to do was come up with a pseudonym of some kind mm -hmm. or an author name, whatever you want to call it, and and I was going to just assume that the book would just take off on its own, mm -hmm. and I'd never have to make a public appearance or do any kind of podcast or anything like that. I was just gonna hide in my little country home and no one needed to know who E.C. Varga was. <laughs> but my lovely husband, But Arno, you peppered pages full of the alphabet mm -hmm. with so much passion, and for everybody to learn, you can't hide now. And no, and that was exactly what my husband said. And so he I even remember adamant. actually. Sorry yeah, to go interrupt ahead. you. Mm -hmm. In the dojo, because mm -hmm. I, when I found out you were an author, I'm like, oh my god, like we have to talk. Like, mm -hmm. what, like what is this about? And we were trying to talk, and we had to like be in the studio and everything, right? Right. And so he's nudging you. Wait, wait, Constance has something for you, and I'm like, <laughs> you were dabbing with somebody, and I'm like, okay, do do do, and then you had you had me this book, and I was like, oh, I was just so happy, I was so, good. so happy. <laughs> you handed me your book in class. We talked about you being on the show forever ago. You never dated this though, did you? Oh no, I didn't. That's okay. <laughs> it was so forever ago. It was forever yeah. ago. It wasn't that long ago, but. Well, half a year. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But we debated this for a while. For a while. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you. Thank Constance you. <laughs> We've only gone through two of the five. Absolutely. Whiskey. No need to stop now. No need uh -huh. to stop now? Okay, well, we'll just keep visiting. <laughs> I know you had a couple pieces picked out in your book to read. Right. And you were a little bit leery about timelines. and Right. So if you have one that is your most favorite part. Oh, I have several. Okay. I do. So think about a couple. Okay. And then you can have the floor. And I'm just going to sit back and I just love to listen to people read to me. Okay. I'll be like, no, I won't. I'll, I'll just be here listening to your amazing voice. And okay. And then we'll just close the show after. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, this is E.C. Varga. 
Constance Varga. Thank you. Reading from book one of the Weaver's Chronicles, The God's Chair. All right. So I don't know if this is my favorite, but it's definitely, I think it's the most important. And even though I've been told many times, never start off a book with a dream. I think it's important that I did. Um, and there's oh, a, a theme that will carry on. I love off. that already. Okay? Yes. Right. Okay, I'm in. Um, so I'm going to read, I'm going to read chapter one, if that's okay. All right, it's not too terribly long. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think so anyways. No, don't even worry. Okay, yeah, it's not a tremendous Okay, so we're going to get the... Okay, so chapter. the reason why I'm reading chapter one, okay, yes. is because... It's because when I do signings and when I do events, um, I often have dragon, uh, beautiful dragon, um, not figurines, well, yeah, figurines. Decor. Decor, thank you. Yes. Um, and just wait. Mm -hmm. So if when you follow Constance on Instagram, yeah. she's very busy on Instagram. <laughs> thank and you. And she always takes amazing pictures of her signings and she's at chapters all the time signing her books i don't know do you read there as well sometimes um, i uh, i haven't had chapters um but i've done actually that's not true i ran a, a young author's workshop uh for some kids mm -hmm. a couple weeks back in there we did a little bit of a, uh, a reading mm. but um uh readings i have done in interviews in uh for libraries uh, they're really big mm -hmm. on that. Really, yeah, really yeah, big yeah. on that. So, they love that. Gosh, mm -hmm. if people like readings, go onto your local public library's website because they will have a list of people there. Um, there are some authors who do readings. More than likely, it's for a book launch at, at uh, Chapters in Indigo and so forth. Um, in fact, I think Pierce Brown... Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, was at mm -hmm. Chinook just a couple weeks ago, and they set up a stage for him and everything. And that was a launch for him, not just Okay, a, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and again, but, I did it for my launch as well. <laughs> but go and see yeah. her. She's all, Constance is always advertising, and she's at, well, advertising or making a notation of being at Chapters. Yes. You can see my, just hand, my hands are weekend. very elaborate right <laughs> yeah. now, yes. This is a difficult because I speak an awful lot with my body and my hands. Yes. Um, yeah, so right now I'm waving my hands all over. Um, I should and have been so born go Italian. go and meet her. Thank go you. Go and see her. Thank She's you. She's lovely. Thank she you. She will sign your book for you. <laughs> Thank you. You can't <laughs> miss her book in the shelf because, like I said, it's got a stunning cover. It's all green. And it, it's <laughs> this green. That's velvet soft. It's velvet yeah. soft and it's... And don't be afraid of the spider. Asparagus green. Yeah. Just mm. so my readers know, I do suffer from arachnophobia. What? Yeah. And although I have learned to have a great appreciation for them, I, I absolutely am fascinated by spiders. I just don't want one crawling on me, let's put it that way. And I used to be terrified of Dracula. And who did I meet? A man from Transylvania who's my husband. Yeah, and occasionally I wake up in the morning and I have a couple, you know, dots on my neck and whatever. It's okay. That's the whiskey talking, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We're moving on to our third sampler. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I know so, her husband, so I'm going to be sure to <laughs> Yeah, check, check my neck for any um, double dots. There you go. Um, so funny. But, uh, because, wait, so her husband is not like Mike. 
<laughs> not like Mike. He's no. not like Mike, the no. protagonist. <laughs> yeah. He is very charismatic. He is... Yeah, I, I actually adore your husband. Like, he just Thank makes you. me feel very comfortable in the dojo, being a woman and being in that field. Wonderful. He has a fantastic personality. Yes, like he does. He really does. <laughs> he and is. he's great with my daughter. Like, he's so... And he's fair-skinned, and he has a big, huge, giant smile. He does, yes. And he yeah. can literally kick a complete 180 degrees yeah. from the floor he to can. his head. That's right. Le- like, his legs are in a straight line. <laughs> yes. So. He's probably one of the only people in the ECU yeah, who can do that. Yes. He's yeah. the only person the in our ones. karate association. <laughs> yeah. But... I mean, you guys are just amazing together. Thank you. Yes, and there are a couple that is the sensei in our dojo, and we won't talk about too much about karate, but I just wanted to bring that up about Erno. Thank you. Sensei Erno. Thank you. I will force him to listen to this podcast, because he never believes me when I say those things. People say, and he's like, oh, you're just saying that. He's very (laughs) humble, though. Yeah, he is. You both are very (laughs) humble people. Me, I'm like, what? Yeah. Say that a little louder, Wibberton. Excuse me, can you listen over here? <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm just teasing. Yeah, a little note on Sensei Erno. Yes. Yeah, he'll take you down in a fight faster than you could blink your eyes. Um, and he'll win just about every single time. But he'll give you a hug afterwards. And, and he'll help you very, up off the floor. Yeah, he'll scrape <laughs> yeah. your he remains swollen off the floor. body out yeah, right. and help yeah. you after. And hug you and ask if you're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next week's part three. In the next episode, we will hear chapter one in its entirety. And if you've been thinking about possibly picking up a copy of this book, you should. We can read it together. And after you hear chapter one, you'll want to know more. We will continue to sip our whiskeys and enjoy some more stories between us. We will talk about spiders and their webs of strength, making web from goat's milk, talking about audiobooks and ghostwriters and some pretty famous books. We talk personal about our choices and enjoy supporting each other in what we've chosen. We talk inside moments within the story. Ethiopian proverbs and more. Come along for another week with Constance and I. If you have read this book or are thinking of reading it or have read it and have questions or want to know more, send me an email or a text at valerie at valeriemoss.ca. You can find me on Facebook at Valerie's Variety Pod and Instagram at Valerie J. Moss. You can find Constance E.C. Varga on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at E.C. Varga, as well as her own website, ecvarga.com. Talk to you next Tuesday. My name is Constance Varga, and you can find me at ecvarga.com.